It's third down. Underneath, and touchdown, Rashad White! Tie game with the extra point to come. Hello and welcome to the Oz NFL podcast, episode 16 of the show. And as you heard in that intro audio, Tom Brady, once again, um, defying the doubters, I guess, and coming back from 13 points down against the Saints. They'd showed nothing on offense prior to that fourth quarter. A six-yard touchdown pass to the rookie running back, Rashad White, to win the game. Boys, how did you see the game? We'll start with you, Billy. Um. I could not believe the the Bucks came back and won. I had money on the Saints plus three and a half, and I stopped uh, watching with five minutes to go. And <laughs> still um, won your bet at least. <laughs> I, I still won my bet, so I, ch- I checked my betting app and I'd I'd won. I was like, oh yeah, great. They hung on, and then I was on Instagram later that day and I saw the photo of Tom Brady and the scoreline. I thought, surely, surely that's not from this game. Obviously, I went and had a look, and I just I can't believe it. Sixteen to three, five minutes to go. Can you yeah, imagine if they... <laughs> yeah. Oh, look, I couldn't... I, I know he's done some remarkable things in his career. I couldn't believe... Considering what they'd shown on offense all game, I couldn't believe they um they were able to get back. But uh, can you imagine, Billy, if they tied the game, missed the extra point, and then scored a touchdown in overtime? <laughs> that would, that uh, would, uh, would go down as one of the worst beats of that's all time. <laughs> I know it's hypothetical, but... <laughs> are, we, yeah. are we referring to the um, the Panthers game? No, the the Saints game you bet you backed. If they yeah. say the Bucks miss that so extra point, mm. yes, uh, and they scored a touch, score a touchdown, and then they scored a touchdown overtime. It would have been six points. Oh yes, yes, yes. Of yeah. course, exactly how I lost. Um, Bucks versus Browns the week before, letting the oh. Browns score a touchdown oh. in overtime. Yeah, gee. Um, but yeah, two good Tampa Bay and the Saints can continue there. Can, can very strange year. Um, Andy Dalton's mm. actually playing pretty well, I think, this year, really. I, I don't think you can really place the blame on him. His receivers dropped a lot of passes. Um, but in any case, Bucks win. And and Brad, with that win, takes you to 12-0 and 0 in tipping week. the last two weeks. Another yep, perfect that's week. Unreal. So that's one fun. more week and you got a, you got a turkey. Is that what they call it in bowling? Any three strikes? <laughs> yeah. Turkey? Yeah. <laughs> and Billy, last time you were on the show a few weeks back, um, you went four and one. So, and, and, oh, gee, and the most important bit, you hit the multi at what, mm. nine to one, ten to one? That's the yeah, big one. Yeah, that's right. So, she's better than anyone all year. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, I missed we'll that later. But, yeah. <laughs> well, I actually managed to get an $8.91 up on the weekend. So, oh. thanks to Billy's effort and a couple of our little wins during the year, Brad, we're up about 100 bucks for the year. So, it's a pretty good result. We'll take that. Good. We'll get right. We'll get right into it and start with our first segment, talking point, the yay and nay. And Billy, you're the guest. I'll start with you. What was your yay? Um, for my yay, week, yay week, and nay, both both from the same game. I'm going yay, okay. Tyler Huntley. Um, I thought it was an outstanding game-winning drive against an elite defense in the Broncos, and on that drive, he converted a fourth and two. Um, with his legs, so he ran for it. That was a massive play because if he doesn't get that, the game's over. Mm. And then there was just this exquisite little um, uh, clutch throw out to the running back, which got him another set of downs like two yards out from the goal line, which he was able to then run it in for and, and win the game. And, and that Broncos defense is 
third in yards allowed this year and second in points per game. So um, I thought that was unreal and going to be very interesting to watch him play now with Lamar out and unsigned going forward. I'm intrigued to see what they'll do. Pretty good backup. I know he didn't get much going early on, but look, he was thrust into action unexpectedly. And as you said, Billy, that Denver defense is pretty elite. We saw a bit of a glimpse of it last week with Mike Purcell going off on Russell Wilson. And it would have just been, uh, they didn't lose in quite the same fashion, probably a bit more heartbreaking, but deja vu, how they can only score nine points and still lose that game. It's just, it's unbelievable. I don't think anyone in the NFL world, and if you you say you did, you're lying, would have seen how bad the Broncos were to struggle on offense this year. No, not not that bad. Um, I will add in that I did pick them to win less than eight and a half games or whatever the line was. So, well, but probably, probably not. Cash. I didn't think I was going to win it this easily. Um, no, of where, and that ties perfectly into my nay, which is Russell Wilson. Um, losing mm-hmm. another game, obviously, like you said, defense um, holds the other team to 10 points. And I don't know if you've seen that stat out there about, you know, if they've, if they could have scored like 18 or more points a game this year, that they're like nine and one right now, or 10 and one or something like that. Yeah. Um, That's unreal, eh? It's absurd, isn't it? He's 31st in completion percentage and 29th in touchdowns with eight. Some of the QBs in front of him are both Washington quarterbacks, Wentz and Heineke, who have obviously (laughs) only played half the season each, Matt Ryan, who got benched, and Davis Mills, who's been benched the last couple of weeks and is they're coming last. If he uh, wasn't on the contract, had, man, Russ sorry, and you... Broncos. Sorry, yeah, Russ and the Broncos. I think they've been our most nade people oh, have they? On, on the oh, podcast. They have they're to be. that no, bad, yeah. No, but they, they, des- they deserve every single nade yeah. they get. Exactly. And that's, and that's so bad. The yeah. third pick in the draft next year, currently as it stands, like that's mm-hmm. incredible. Yeah, Seahawks are laughing, and it's a good position to have because really, at the the way he's playing, you don't, you know, you, you generally look at those um, teams high in the draft order and you go right, a quarterback, quarterback. But Seattle don't need yep. a quarterback, so they can no. they can draft exactly. the best player available and um, very oh, well, well, sitting well, very pretty. <clears throat> With the second pick, well, Bear, Bears are in the same. They, they don't need a quarterback. Yeah, you're right. But no, we got um, the, we got one of the best in the in the game. Probably come back close to the year. He's oh, been fun to watch. Hold your load, Tiger. <laughs> he does a lot of good things, but he's got a lot to work on. Um, Brad, we'll, we'll just, we may as well go yay and nay each. What you, what's your yay and what's your nay? Joe Sheasty is my big yay. Um, okay. The man well, just loves the big Den- time. If, if Denver are the most nay, Joe Burrow's the most yay for you. No way. Nah, oh, Joe Burrow. Oh, is- oh, that was just, it was clutch. It was all time. Um, Three and zero against some, the Chiefs. He's got some monster onions on him, eh? Um, yeah, yeah. Just everything he did. Look, he's got the 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 support there, like that. The wide receiver team is just stacked. They've got there. two wide. They got two uh, W. They got two wide out ones, really. Yeah. Um, Chase coming back from injury, big game. You know, that's they just did everything well. They had no mixing, but Piron just is a monster there, backing up. But yeah, Joe Burrow, the commander of the team, he loves the, he loves the big games. How this wasn't flexed to a prime time, I, I don't know mm. why we had to watch Dallas absolutely dismantle. Who was it? Ooh. The Colts. Colts. Am- yeah. America's like, team. Yeah, just put this game on. This is just prime time. And yeah, no, three no this this year against the Chiefs and Joe Burrow yet to lose to um, Patty Mahomes in his career. So good. Whilst I 
Whilst I agree with the flex, uh, that flex opinion, I, I don't think they will ever. As long as Jerry Jones owns the yeah. side, I don't think Dallas will ever. Dallas get is safe, but, yeah. Um, but yeah, Burrow. And you said last week, Brad, if if you know if the if the Bengals win, do they go number one in the AFC? Well, we've probably always we've all said all year Chiefs and Bills are the top two, and that's look that's probably still the case. But the gap between those two and the Bengals is very very small. I think he's jumped um, Josh Allen for MVP. I think Hertz now has one no, Al- after Al- another Al- outstanding performance. Uh, Pay yeah. Mahomes two and Burrow three, and then I'll probably have Allen fourth. Yeah, Allen throws too many picks. Yeah, but, um, turnover machine. Love him to death. He just tries to do too much. Um, your nay? Nay, yeah, um, Jacksonville. I, like I said, they were the team that let my multi down. It was a must-win type game. The Titans had lost a chance to, you know, be two games behind them with a game against them coming up. And they go out and get absolutely dismantled by the Detroit Lions, who are, I don't know who they are either. One week they put on 40, next week Jared Goff's turned it over three times. You know what they are? Detroit are one of the most exciting teams in the league. That's what they are. Uh, I'm on Rasane Brown. Credit to him. He's he's a And look who's coming back next week. Their number, or well, he was back last week. He only had four snaps, I think, and they were mostly running yeah, plays. Jameson Williams, yeah. Jameson Williams, um, seven snaps. So I, I'm so looking forward to seeing what Detroit does for the rest of the year. If and, and yeah. look, they can sneak a wild card spot if they can, um, you know, maybe win four of their last five. It's a big ask, but it can yeah, be done. I don't think they do. But Jacksonville was the name. They should not have lost that game. That's a, a no. must win to try and win the division. Like I said last week, and they just were terrible. Yeah, you can't lose to Detroit by 26, no matter how much in form mm. that team is. Um, my yay, and I'll start with my name because we just talked about the AFC South and the AFC, oh, the Colts specifically. I know that game was a blowout. They were 21-19, went for two to tie the game up in the third quarter. And then they, did they think the third quarter buzzer, there's no th- buzzers in NFL, but they think the third quarter <laughs> time was like a, oh, that's full time because they literally just gave up. And they think they had four turnovers in the final quarter. Um, maybe it was a case of Detroit's defense, not Detroit, Dallas's defense uh, wearing the Colts O-line down. They got to Matt Ryan in a hurry that final quarter. They forced fumbles. They were electric. But that last quarter, 33-0 they're outscored. That's got to be one of the worst quarters ever. It's a huge um, one. And this, the AFC South, you got boys probably won't agree with me here, but oh, they are just, I reckon they're just as bad as the NFC uh, South. Yeah, AFC yeah they, they are. Oh, what? Like, the, Titans, the Titans are competitive. The ti- Titans, yeah, but even them are... But as a division... Buc- Bucks yeah. versus Titans, I'd, I'd probably put my money on the Bucks if they played oh, each other. Oh, would you? Oh, I reckon, yeah, just at the current just, form they're in. And those other three teams, you could at Houston are the worst of them, obviously, by far. Carolina and Atlanta, they're probably a little bit worse. I don't know. But I just think the NFC South probably got the, you know, and fair enough, the records they have collectively. But I think the AFC mm. South is just as bad. Um, yeah. But the Colts specifically, they've had a bit of a horrid start to Jeff Saturday's reign as, um, as coach. Which and, I think uh, we all knew was going to happen. He just fluked that first yeah. one against want, the Raiders. Like the Raiders are just terrible themselves. But then but. they then they played then they played the Eagles tough. But um, they've been just, they they were, did. you know. I don't know. They that was that was that was just pitiful last week. I thought. Mm. Um, Consider that you know the last quarter they they did keep it close for a bit there, but I think that was more Dallas 
not playing as well than, than they could have. Anyway, that was my yay, the Colts. Um, my yay. That was your yay? No, that was my nay. Oh, I was going to say. <laughs> my nay. The yay is uh, Mr. Irrelevant, Iowa State quarterback Brock Purdy. Look, I think like he's he's come into a pretty good situation, hasn't he? Like um, the weapons he has around him, but he mm. played really well. I thought. I know they missed a couple of passes. That's to be expected from a seventh round rookie. Um, he had command of that offense, and I'm glad that in for you know Niners fans' sake, I'm glad that he didn't put away. It wouldn't have mattered. Put away the claim in for Baker Mayfield. He's now at the Rams, but. Um, I'm glad they're rolling with him forward and, and Garoppolo might come back in the playoffs, but if he keeps playing well and keeps steering the ship and, you know, gets it to his, his star receivers, um, you know, I think the Niners yeah. are still a shot for the NFC. Props to him. I think the Niners will take out their division. Seahawks will give him a bit of a challenge. Ooh, but you're probably, um, you're probably happy, Billy, as a Seahawks fan that Garoppolo... Very happy. Some of the very, but, no, no, very, very happy. Very happy. I think, <laughs> I think the Niners, the 49ers. Niners' defense will just help carry them through. Like, and this is what the mm. test was for the Dolphins. Are they a legit team? They're not. Tua struggled against a good defense, and the Dolphins' defense didn't show up against a, a seven-three-on rookie. Yes, they had McCaffrey, Debo, all that, but McCaffrey's—he looks like he's injured to himself. He wasn't one hundred percent. So yeah, I don't think he's, Miami are a big. He's threat. perpetually, he's <laughs> perpetually injured, Christian. McCaffrey. Yeah, I know. He's been playing injured since his rookie. <laughs> Rookie, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, um, it does make that, it, it, that rookie. It does, it does make it interesting, but Billy, the NFC West, um, clearly a race in two, but I think it brings the Niners back down to the Seahawks a bit uh, game in terms of that division. And, yeah, yeah Gino, most definitely. Yeah, he throws a pretty ball, Gino. Oh, he's good. Oh, seed. You must be wrapped with how it's gone, considering, you know, there was oh, you probably it's... didn't know what to expect. I, I thought we... I would have bet on us under five wins. That was the line for the, the season for the Seahawks, and obviously we've already two wins above that. Um, it's been unreal. And like you said, now we don't need to draft a quarterback. I almost don't hate the idea of trading down and accumulating more picks. Yep, no, for sure. Like, you'd be pretty, you know, there's obviously some, probably need maybe some O-line help perhaps. O-line's oh, playing pretty yeah. well, but the, the, your defense probably needs a little bit of help, but your, back, your sort of back uh, secondary there is really good. So, yeah, stockpile draft picks and get as many new players or rookies as you can. That would, wouldn't be a bad idea. Exactly. The defense in front seven, I think. Yep. Okay. We'll get into the uh, previews and tips section. As we said, Brad, 12-0 and 0 last two weeks. Very good, mate. And you are now three wins ahead of me. Uh, you're 46 and 25. I went four and one last week. Went the, I went the Chiefs, unfortunately. I'm 43 and 28. The guest tipsers are smaller sample size, but they got a better percentage than both of us. They're 12 and five, you and Nathan. Um, oh, yeah. And so it's about similar sort of percentages. But the first game is the Friday morning game, our time, and that is the Raiders at the Legless Rams. Brad, I'll start with you because I'm interested to hear your tips here because <laughs> you are you are the biggest uh, Raiders hater I know. <laughs> no, nah, they've they've come into it. Their defense still has a bit of work to do, but going up against this Rams team, they should handle business pretty easily. The Rams stink. Um, they, Horrible. The the Raiders offense is good enough. Devonta Adams and um, what's the name is clicking. Josh Jacobs. 
No, uh, quarterback. I don't even care for him. That's why oh, I've got his name. <laughs> Derek Carr. <laughs> Derek yeah. Carr, that's it. Um, but, yeah, side note, Josh Jacobs, he's a star now. Mm. And he's a free agent. He's in, I think the Bears will. If they, don't re- if they don't re-sign him, that'll be just Bears are looking right at um, either him or Saquon. So that could be nasty with Justin Fields. But anyway, now nah, Raiders, for me, they should handle business. Billy, Rams showed a bit of life against the Seahawks last week, I thought, um, with the backup quarterback. But, uh, you know. They did, they but, could... yeah, they're, they're just a bogey team for us. Like, even when they yeah. were the St. Louis Rams and they were terrible, like, Tavon Austin was returning punts for touchdowns against <laughs> us. And, <laughs> so what I a throwback. Just, I can ne- like, jo- John Wolford beat us in a playoff game two years ago <laughs> when we went 12-4 and four to, in the regular season. So, I don't think you can um, – Put too much stock into their performance against us. I mean, they did. They did play well, but we. Yeah, we division games are always them. close, though. Hey, like the That's division right. teams always show up against one another. They play them twice a year, so they know everyone is really well equipped with one another. So they're always That's close. Right. So yeah, I and Brad, read too much into it. Brad, do you hate the Raiders now because you picked them against the Saints when I was on last time, and you absolutely berated me for picking the Saints, and the Saints <laughs> won twenty four nil. <laughs> no, I just hate the Raiders too. So I've always disliked Derek Carr. Um, I can't obviously dislike Devontae Adams and um, Josh Jacobs, but yeah, Raiders are garbage. Plus Nuttall. It's, they're one of Nuttall's teams too, so it's always good to get Yeah, Derek Carr. Oh, Derek Carr is pretty average, but he um, oh, he's a middle-of-the-pack middle, middle of the pack quarterback, so he, he works in a decent system, I suppose. Um in terms of Josh Jacobs, just quickly, I'm interested. Like you're saying, obviously re-sign him, and I just, I just don't think you pay a running back, especially now five years into their career. Like, surely you can just go and get the same production in the second, third, fourth round in the draft. Like, oh, I, I don't. It would I don't, be interesting. I, 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 I get what you're saying. The running backs are seemingly these days. Um, you know, it's one of those things. Like, I think as college players or people or guys from high school going into college, you go, do you, do you switch to wide receiver? Because you wouldn't shelf do it, life yeah. as, a, as a running back is just a, not as long as some of those other positions and B they're not paying them very highly, yeah. you know? So, um, but to put the production, like he's had a massive turnaround from last year, Josh Jacobs offensive exactly. line's been better, mm. but I think Josh I Daniels, agree. I know he, he's copped a lot of crap this season, but his, He's dialing in at the moment as an offensive play caller. He really is. Mm-hmm. And I think that's got a lot to do with it. I'm, I'm not saying Jacobs wouldn't have the same production at another team, but I think in the system he's in, I think the Raiders will be dumb not to pay him. And hopefully they take – Jacobs takes a little bit of a discount to stay with, with, the, with the Raiders. Um, well, he, because, I just, he probably won't because they didn't pick up his fifth-year option. He might so, not, no. Yeah, and fifth- look, I – I love running backs. Love Josh Jacobs this year. Incred- Obviously, I got to see what he did against the Seahawks last weekend. It was insane. Here they are mm. talking about Bo Jackson's career day against the Seahawks back in like the 80s. And then Josh Jacobs mm. goes and does the same thing. Um, <laughs> but I just think, like you said, better offensive line this year, better play calling. Like where was it the first four years or first three years? Mm. Why all of a sudden this year? I just remember DeMarco yeah. Murray having that 2,000-yard season at the Cowboys – Goes to another yeah. team the next year. Never heard of him again. Oh, like I love yeah, running backs, but I just yeah, yeah I wouldn't. Look, pay you're, you're, yeah, it's hard to argue. And but I think you know, DeMar- I don't know. I'm not trying to compare the two. Murray was quite a while ago, so I can't really remember the seasons he had before that. But Jacobs, I know he had a poor season last year by his standards, but 
first two first two seasons, he was quite outstanding. Um, he wasn't as good as he is this season. This is clearly a career season, but he's always shown he's well above average. And I think he's just peaking now. And if he can do that for another two or three years, I think the Raiders pay him. I don't yeah. know how many years they give him, but I'd like to see him get paid and stay with the Raiders. But yeah, you will. He'll get paid somewhere. He'll he'll go someone, somewhere and someone get paid. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. And on on that note, I've I've picked the Raiders um, for that exact reason. Playing off the back of Josh Jacobs, Devontae Adams on the play action is almost unstoppable. Um, the amount of separation he got on Patrick Sertain the other week was, was mm. absurd. Um, and then just Max Crosby and Chandler Jones, I think, um, will dominate the Rams' weak offensive line. And they just have too many key injuries at the moment. The Rams, so. Yeah, I've gone Raiders too. Yeah, hard to argue with anything's been said. I'm with the Ra- Raiders as well. And it'll be interesting to see if Baker Mayfield starts. Um, they they reckon that he, him and McVeigh have a sort of decent relationship. They were built before the combine. Rams were never going to draft Mayfield because they weren't in a position to but that year. But um, I don't know. I think with an offensive-minded coach, he can definitely de- – he, he can't play any worse than he did at Carolina. So – uh, anyway, with that all said, Raiders Nothing for me. about Raiders, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Raiders. Raiders, Raiders, Raiders. All right, second game. Um, divisional matchup, this one. And if you've seen the market for this game, it's quite surprising. The Lions are favourites over the Vikings. What do we think? Billy, we'll start with you. Um, surprising that they're the favourites, yes, but I am going to pick the Lions. Um, yeah. I don't want it to just be hopping on, obviously, the form, but... I. The Vikings, right, the hot end. Yeah, I watched the Vikings a couple of weeks ago against the Patriots. They were lucky to win that. They could not get a single pressure on Mac Jones, who absolutely tore them up. And I think, like you said, the receivers the Lions have, and the way Jared Goff's been playing inside the dome, um, if they can't get pressure on him, like why can't he just put up another forty points? Amon Ra St. Brown, DJ Chark, Jamison Williams is back. Um, yeah, I'm going to go to the Lions. I have to agree. I, I'm the Vikings have been, you know, they're ten and two, but they haven't been completely. Uh, what's the word? Um, they haven't been world beaters in the last sort of month. They were demolished by the Cowboys. Lucky to beat the Patriots, you said, who came out and were pretty ordinary against Buffalo. Um, I think they're a team that can definitely win a playoff game this season. The Vikings and will win the division, obviously, but. Um, I think the Lions are riding the crest of a wave at the moment. They're just putting up points on offense, and their defense is finally to, after mixing its form earlier in the season, it's starting to sort of put some consistent games together. So Lions, for me, to um, to beat the division rivals. Brad, you'll be Vikings, I imagine. Vikings, yeah. No fans or buts about it. It's <laughs> 10-2 for a reason. they got the best wide receiver. they got the best player in the NFL on the team. Um, and it's also 1 p.m., so... Yeah. Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. Like. Kirk Cousins almost lost to Mike White last week at one PM. Did he lose though? No, he didn't. He didn't. He lose. got the dub. Yeah. So yeah, Vikings for me. And geez, two dollars thirteen. I'd snap that up. Mm, might be a little look into a, a multi leg later on. Bucks at Forty ers Um, again, like the Lions, informed team. The Bucks. Well, are they informed? Maybe they're not because they've only squeaked past the Saints. Their offense for three quarters against the Saints were pretty ordinary. Like Garbage. they've got the two, they got two they got two of the best probably you could say two of the top twenty receivers maybe twenty five receivers in Godwin and Evans on this team. Brady's missing a lot of throws, so he was clinical that last those last two drives. But 
I'm with the Niners here because even with Brock Purdy starting, um, two late round picks going head to head. I'm yeah, just with the Niners. I think they're a better side. Their defense will keep the Bucks to a low score, and um, with a full week starting and learning a bit more of the playbook to prepare Brock Purdy, I think the Bucks, uh, the, the, the Niners win in a. I'll say a low score. I'll say something like twenty to ten. Billy, I'm going the other way. I think we've seen before the like Brock Purdy, those quarterbacks can come in, no pressure. You know, they come over, they take yeah. over from the injured first quarterback. You know, the other team hasn't schemed against them, anything like that. Um, and then you think they're going to have the week of preparation, but really the other team just gets to sort of like prepare for them and and yeah, dominate. And look, I don't think it's going to be. A, I, I hate picking the Bucks based on how they've played this year. I think it'll be a boring game, very low scoring. I'd almost bet the under um, 37 points. But, um, yeah, I just think just how Brady won against the Saints the other day, I think it's going to be the same sort of thing, just an ugly late win. All right, Brad. Of course, Billy's tip in Tampa Bay needs San Fran to lose for his Seahawks. <laughs> um, right. I'm with Tampa Bay as well. I think Purdy, you, you, you're betting Purdy against Tom Brady. I'm always going to back the GOAT. So low scorer, I also think the unders is probably a good bet for this game. Two good defense and TB probably throw a touchdown on the buzzer again to, on the so-called buzzer noddle to win it or field goal. <laughs> um, the What's interesting about this game, I think, is whether the Niners get a run game going because no one's really been able to run on the Bucks of late. So... Uh, I like and Elijah Mitchell. I know he's whether he's hundred percent. Who knows? And Elijah Mitchell, tough runner in between the tackles. Um, that's a big injury for them. I know he was injured a couple of weeks ago, but God, having him there would have would have really helped to have that sort of one-two punch and, and varied up a bit. But uh, yeah, with that said, I think the Niners for me. So me Niners, you two Bucks. This next game is an interesting one. Um, the Chargers, uh, Dolphins at Chargers. The Chargers are a team that lose games they should win and win games they expected to lose. Would you agree with that? Correct. Correct. And for that reason, I think they give the Dolphins a fight, but I'm going to be with the Dolphins here because I think their offense is too good to have two bad games. Right? Let's say bad. Tyreek Silsel put up numbers. Tua um, put up nearly 300 yards, but... He was pretty ordinary, really. And if you look, if you watch the whole game and sort of look at his whole body of work for the game, he was pretty disappointing. But I think the Dolphins bounce back against an inferior defense and Chargers O line pretty pretty ordinary at the moment. They could maybe get some pressure the, the Dolphins on the quarterback. So Dolphins for me, Billy. Um, yeah, I'm just going to pick the Dolphins for the same reasons you've just said. I just the Chargers don't really have a home field advantage since they moved from San Diego. And yeah, they don't win the games that they're favoured to win. So and it, yeah, the Dolphins I don't don't see having two poor offensive games in a row. Bradley line charges two forty four. Uh, Joey Bosa is injured, isn't he? Been injured for a few weeks, I think. Yeah, I think he's still out. I was What's Khalil Mack sure. doing this year? Yeah, he's look, he's already been the right time. So he's just collecting a paycheck. Yeah, absolutely, and that's why Bears got rid of him. Got no, got no ticker. Um, I don't think they, he has any interior help. Like they just no. can't stop the run. And he was good at the start of the season when they had Joey Bosa there, but you know mm. now that he's doing it all on his own, it's easier to double yeah. team those players. And 
yeah, I, th- I think he's definitely got heaps of potential still, Khalil Mack, but I just I don't think he's got much help around him. The Chargers' yeah, defense is, would have to would have to be one of the most disappointing aspects oh, of the unlucky. season. Like, there's a lot of injuries there. Okay, okay, well, JC Jackson got injured, but he was dead set horrible before he got injured. Mm, when he he was he was he was he was horrific. Still injured then. He got no, injured I in that game. Been- I agree. They've definitely had some injuries, but I think they still had enough parts on that team to um, to to still be decent. Jerry Tillery, their first round pick, got released. Uh, Might have been first round pick, maybe two or three years ago. Got released. They mm. played for the Raiders against the Chargers last week, and he dominated. He had two sacks and a heap of pressures. So there's something up with the charges there and I, I don't I don't I don't know who the blame goes towards me you're right maybe they have had a few injuries but I still think they'll be disappointing I'd agree yeah I don't know who to tip in that one but since you have both gone Miami I'll, I will hold my lead and I'll tip Miami as well <laughs> some gamesmanship Smart. some gamesmanship coming into play um all right last game this is a this game should, this game should be flexed out I would have thought hats <laughs> card Cardinals. I yeah. at the start of the season, I know there's been a long time that's passed since the start of the season, but I would have had the Cardinals pegged for this game pretty easily. I just can't. The Chargers' defense have been disappointing. The Cardinals have been just as bad. Um, Terrible. Oh God, I don't know what's what, what, what's the go with Kyler Murray. Like he's throwing his coach under the bus. You got Patrick Peterson coming out and pod. I know he plays for another team now, but coming out and podcast and saying he only cares about himself. Pretty damning words from a guy like that, but uh, too busy game. I'm gonna tip. I'm gonna tip. I'm gonna tip him in this because I just. I don't think the Pats are any good. They, I don't know what the hell they're doing on offense. Um, when you have Matt Patricia, he's had he's called a couple of decent games this season, but <laughs> as a whole, the Pats' offense has been pretty ordinary. I mean, Damien Harris is a big loss, a running back. Um, Ramondre Stevenson's a good back, but. He's better when he can sort of when there's a bit of a one-two punch and he's not carrying the ball 22, 23 times. So cards for me, I think they can get their offense, um, you know, get twenty points or something. That should be enough against the Pats. Billy, yep, um, I'm going to go Patriots because the Cardinals, like you said, bit of turmoil in house. I think um, so much bickering on the sideline. Like it's Kalamari and the coach, Kalamari and Dondre Hopkins. Um, and they just have no pass rusher. Like, they just can't – like, Marcus Golden is their star <laughs> pass rusher. And um, so I just think – uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and at least we saw um, – Mac. like, I agree, Patriots have looked terrible. Um, but if I have to pick one, like, we saw Mac Jones when he didn't get pressured against the Vikings. He act, They did move the ball really well. Um, so I just I'm backing on the better coach, um, the, the better defense, and I just think um, yeah they win an ugly one. Yeah, right. I have to agree there. <laughs> Similar to betting against Tom Brady, I'm not going to bet against Belichick in this one. Um, and yeah, the New England defense they should be able to handle Kyle Murray and this Arizona team. They're pretty terrible. Um, they like to lose so. Mac Jones can show that he, he's, he's throwing the ball around a bit now. So we'll see if they cut back on the running game from last week and, and toss the ball a few more times. Um, I think it's an interesting, interesting point you make, Billy, about the pass rush. If the Cardinals can't get anything, Mac Jones is a 
you know, semi-decent quarterback, like <clears throat> when there's no, no pass Bailey. rush in his face. Um, no, no Bailey Zappi, yeah. Well, and I just think they, I don't know, I just, their offense is a little bit too predictable at the moment, Pat, so just that reason with the Cardinals. But look, whoever won wouldn't shock me. Okay, yeah. next talking point is our fantasy focus. <clears throat> and I pose this question to you boys. A few rookie wide receivers are having big games of late. Christian Watson, who was nowhere to be seen the first six weeks, um, has come and scored seven touchdowns, I think, in the last four games, something like that. It might be eight. eight. Actually, might be yeah, eight. it's eight. Yeah, eight mm-hmm. touchdowns. Eight touchdowns. Anyway, what rookie wide receiver would you have most confidence in to score more points for the rest of the season? I'll start with the guest. Okay. Christian Watson was the obvious pick, and I thought um, – you boys might pick him, so I delved a little bit deeper. Um, I don't know if I'm missing anyone here. I've compared Christian Watson, Jamison Williams, Drake London, and uh, Garrett Wilson at the Jets. I sort of, I, yeah, I don't know if I've left anyone out, but I thought I'll look at the remaining schedules. Um, and Christian Watson has a bye, so he's only got four games left. So if we're looking at, you know, who's going to score the most points for the rest of the season. Christian Watson and Drake London both have buys. So they got four games. Jamison Williams and Garrett Wilson have five games left. Jamison Williams, I'm not going to hop on that. Just uh, we haven't seen anything yet. But Garrett Wilson, his next five games are the Bills, who are 17th in passing yards allowed. The Lions, 27th in passing yards allowed. Jags, 29th. Seahawks, 20th. And Dolphins, 21st. So he's got five games against some pretty – Average defenses when it comes to stopping the pass. So I'm going to go Garrett Wilson. Nice deep dive. And you know what the most important thing of that is? Is that he doesn't have Zach Wilson throwing to him anymore. Mm, exactly. <laughs> um, Mike F. and White, who <laughs> almost, led a, almost led a pretty improbable comeback against the Vikings. Um, thought there were a couple of times there. They were, actually, they probably should have won. Braxton Berrios, was it? Did he drop a touchdown yeah. pass in the end zone? Yeah. He did drop it. He's bailing Mike White. And he Massive throws it around. He might, he might throw the odd pick, but he actually gives his receivers a chance. And I think it's a good pick, Garrett Wilson, because yeah, he's come out and said he'd uh, basically go to war with, with Mike White and mm. they'll they, they build up such a strong chemistry. So good pick, well, Billy. Brad, who are you eight, with? Eight catches for 162. And he dropped one, I think. Dropped a, he had 15 targets. Damn. Um, yeah, Billy did a big deep dive, but he forgot about one rookie wide receiver, Vallis Jones Jr. from the Bears. Um, big season so far, three catches, 24 Wait, yards and this... touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were dead set then. I thought you got to pick him. I thought, fuck, is this a piss take? Like, who have I forgotten about? <laughs> so I'm locking him up. Um, I was going to go Garrett Wilson too, but I guess I've got to make a bit of a um, contest of this. I'll, I'll go uh, George Pickens. Ooh, well, yeah, he you has know what? I, I think that's a good one because he's come out and said, I want the ball. He's been very unhappy mm. with his, like, he's still won against the Falcons. And I think rookies just got to shut up sometimes. Just go, you know, be happy with the team win. Be different if they got blown out by 30. But I know they had one catch last week, but <clears throat> I don't know. Just generally when a wide receiver like that will will say, I'm not getting the ball enough, they get targeted the next week. <laughs> Um, exactly. So Pickens might have a big game. Um, I'm with what? Oh, I'm not too sure. Ravens. Ravens are a bit beat up. Yeah. Um, I'm with one you miss, Billy, as well in Chris Alave. Yeah. I think he's a 
I think he's the best. He's my offensive player of the year pick. I'm not sure if he wins that. Kenneth Walker, mind you, Kenneth Walker's um. <clears throat> Offensive rookie. Garrett Wilson got offensive rookie of the year now. Locked up. Actually, yeah, I'd probably say Christian Watson will. Yeah, he finishes the season like he is now. I think Alave is. He's definitely the most consistent receiver of those bunch. <laughs> Alave needs to get touchdowns. Yeah, and he had his first drop in 95 catches. Oh, sorry, in 65. 95 targets last week. It was a pretty big drop too. But mm. I think um, he's just... Pretty easy to catch screen runner. passes though. <clears throat> he's not doing screen passes, mate. No, he's, look, he's, he's, he's being good. And, like, there was one there was one catch. He caught a touchdown on the Seahawks, and he got absolutely ruined, like, knocked out, still held onto the ball. And yeah. there was another game I saw him. I can't remember if it was a touchdown or just a big pass. He got absolutely, like, flattened and held onto the pill. So, for a small receiver, tough, I think he's very tough. Oh, he runs every route. He will go over the middle and catch the, uh, the ball. Some wide receivers might not want to. I think he's a polished, pretty polished player in in in, um, in his first season, and he's been consistently good all season, despite the uncertainty at quarterback for the Saints. So, I'm going to pick Alave. I think he's he's good for 60, 70 yards every game and five five six catches. So he does need six points. Game, but... Okay, sixty or just... seventy yards. It's six or seven points a game. That's yeah, but these other wide receivers, points. like Drake London, gets two catches a game some weeks, and then pick him. <laughs> but Garrett Wilson, Garrett, Garrett Wilson oh, like, just got sixteen hey. points. That's that's like four games just there for your man Olave. <laughs> man, I'm just saying, Olave's been the most consistent. That's the reason I'm picking him. All right. Okay. All right. Well, Happy we now. should keep track and and we'll review it. Yeah, I'll definitely we'll definitely keep track. All right. Our favorite segment of the podcast is the multi of the week, and I'm gonna pat myself on the back. A four legger got up last week. Um, so eight ninety that one paid eighty nine bucks, Brad. Well done. We went ja- we went Jags and Lions in our multi. Both of us, I went Lions. You went yeah, Jags. One of us was winning. Yeah. One of us was winning, and the Jags unfortunately um got demolished. But Billy, you also deserve, as I said earlier, got the tw- the four legger in your sole appearance on the show. So well done. Can you go two for two? I'll start with you. Well, it's an ugly one. So it's one you're going to bet it. And then just don't watch the games and just check the scores. I'm calling it the divisional dog dabble, and it's exactly oh. that. We're, dab- we're dabbling on divisional dogs. Can the you try that? That's good. <laughs> <DM>. <laughs> I like that. And there's actually more. So there's there's some there's options to this bet too. So I'll give you the four I've picked. It's paying thirteen dollars thirty eight. So you've got the Giants plus seven. Mm. Um, I should have written who they were versing actually. I think it's it's a divisional Sorry. team, obviously. I think it's the, the Eagles. Eagles. Yeah. Yep, yep. Giants play Eagles, yep. Yeah, and the Giants are at home, so home dog. Um, Ravens are away from home, but plus two and a half. I liked um, what Tyler – I think Tyler Huntley will slot in and, and sort of offer, obviously not to Lamar's um, standard, but I think he slots in well there. Um, the Jets plus nine, another ugly one. They need to hang in against the Bills, but they did beat them. Recently, and this is probably the worst. Denver plus nine. They're they're spew, but I just think <laughs> no. divisional games. Denver at home. No, 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 I, no, no, I've, no. I've, my best picks all year have been divisional underdogs with big stars, and it hasn't been pretty, but it's worked. Like 
That Giants game against the Cowboys the other week on Thanksgiving, eight and a half point start. I don't know if you watched the game, but the backdoor cover with like two seconds to go. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> was unreal. It was yeah. unreal. So I, I take those big lines and um, just, yeah, don't watch it. Look at the score at the end of the game. So Giants plus seven, Ravens plus two and a half, Jets plus nine, Denver plus nine, $13.38. If you wanted to add in there, you got the Jags playing divisional game plus three and a half. That would boost your odds again. And, um, yeah, there's uh, there's an oh, Browns are playing the Bengals. I didn't like those two as much, so. Yeah. Well, if it's, if it's working, don't change anything, I reckon. So I like it a lot. And you've got form on the show, so we can't really – um, th- th- we can't really disagree. Brad, what about you? How are you going to atone for last week's defeat? Uh, just a short three-legger, paying $4.76. Raiders outright winners on Friday. Hate to have that in there, but I think it's the absolute lock yeah, of the I, week. I cannot see dirty... a flying piggets. I can't see a flying piggets on my window. I cannot believe you put a ra- the Raiders <laughs> in the multi. <laughs> and if they lose, is. then I will, I will just... Never talk about these guys ever again. Um, like what Billy said with the Jets, I think nine and a half against the Bills uh, is good. Their defense is like, I think, probably the best in the comp. And going up against a turnover machine in Allen, they'll they'll be in that for nine and a half is for sure. And then the third leg is probably the best team in the in the comp at the moment. The Bengals five and a half against old rub rub down boy, easy. Do you remember? <laughs> Do you remember? What happened last time I was on? You picked the Bengals to beat the Browns. Against the Browns, yeah, I know. Do you recall? It won't happen again. It can't. No, you wouldn't see. He's on a different level right now. Deshaun Watson did look bad, didn't he? Looked looked poor. Like, what a way to win a game. Not a single offensive touchdown, and they covered the six and a half. 24-17, the score. No, it wasn't 24-17. 14, I think? 27-10? Yeah, 27-14. That was it. That was, and there was only yeah. one offensive touchdown. That was a garbage time one for the for oh. the Texans. Yeah. Um, yeah, I wanted him to lose so badly. <laughs> uh, I think it's a joke he's playing. But anyway, that's a, it's not an issue for It's now. fun, though, because the Browns are the Browns, and they've just given the most absurd contract of all time to him. And if he plays like that, how fun is it going to be to watch? Yeah, no, I yeah, That's I true. don't I, I don't care for the Browns. I didn't before the Sean Watson. I know they've like the Bills have been very bad the last fifteen, twenty years, so I probably should have a soft spot for them, but I didn't care about them before they signed Watson and I definitely don't care about them now. So mm. uh if anything they're on the Cowboys level about teams I just want to lose every week. Okay. My multi. Um oh, I found this really hard. But I think Seattle cover the line against Carolina. I just that line that that line's quite short, three and a half. If it was sort of six, seven, I wouldn't take it, but three and a half against a Panthers side. Darnold played pretty well in his last game. Um, but they still didn't move the football all that well, really. And Donta Foreman is hot and cold, but he's very good when he's on. But Seattle for me, three and a half. Um, I'm with the Niners against the Bucks, dollar fifty three I think that's a good price, even with Brock Purdy at starting quarterback. I still think he gives them a good chance to win, win games and go deep into the se- go deep into the playoffs. And game three is I'm not against you boys because we could still um, both win this leg. But I think the Bills outright another short dollar twenty two. They beat the Jets. They are just showing my bias here, but <laughs> I just. I just see – I watch them every week and go, this team can be something special if they just don't do some dumb things. And if they clean up the sh- their shit, 
oh, the Bills can be really exciting this season. And, just, and, yeah, just quickly on on that, just be wary of multi fillers, dollar twenty multi fillers. Oh, it's literally oh, I, I, it's hurt me before. I lost a twenty eight or a dollar twenty eight leg earlier in the season. It's cost me. So there was no. a week. It was the week that the Bills lost to the Jets. There was like four dollar twenty shots that week, dollar fifteen even. I think they were. And I was like, oh, I can't pick them with these outrageous lines, like 12 and a half, but I liked them all to win. It was the Chiefs at like $1.17, the Bills to beat the Jets, the Eagles to beat the Texans, I think, that weekend, and someone else. And they all did it, except the Bills lost to the Jets. But anyway. It's still, it's still, burning, in, it's still burning inside, isn't it? I, I don't think I've <laughs> forgotten a single score of a game all season. <laughs> uh, anyway, that multi pays three forty seven. Just um, probably a little weak, but oh well. Want to go? Want to go back to back? A win's a win. All right, boys. Thanks for joining me, Billy. Thanks for um ha- coming on for a second time. We're sure to get you on before the season ends, and we'll obviously have some playoff episodes as well. And of course, we'll, we'll get you on for the playoffs because um we have that fantasy focus uh comp to play out so you've gone um garrett wilson brad's gone watson brad who'd you go christian uh, valis jones Sorry. jr <laughs> <laughs> brad's gone a guy hasn't even been drafted yet playing for north dakota and george um <laughs> george pickens that's right and i've gone um Alave. my short-term memory at the moment's shocking uh i've Alave. gone chris alava yeah alava all right Beautiful. All right, boys, thanks again for joining me. Thanks so much for listening, everyone, and we'll do it all again next week for the Oz NFL podcast. See ya.